Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Black Baseball Mixtape. I am your host, Cheats, and this is another edition of Mixtape Talk. I am joined by an outfielder on, I've just got to say it, my favorite baseball team now of all time, the Richmond Flying Squirrels right here in Richmond, Virginia. Carter Williams is joining the Mixtape. Carter, welcome to the program. Hey, happy to be here. Man, so I'm excited. You've only been in Richmond for a few months now. Double A ball, Eastern League. Tell us a little bit about how's it going? How do you feel about being in Richmond playing at the double A affiliate level? It's awesome. Um, just playing in front of the fans is, is amazing. Um, you can feel the energy um, all around the stadium. Uh, but I feel like I've adjusted well. I'm getting adjusted. Um, you know, hitting wise and everything. Um, it's awesome atmosphere. Um, awesome atmosphere. Professional baseball is often all about routine. What is your routine? How do you prepare for playing pro baseball? So I usually get up super early um, just to get my mind ready for the day. Um, you know, and I do a little bit of a, like an early workout. Um, so do a little bit of meditation too, just to get my mind ready, um, just for battle, you know? So that's just something that I've, I've been accustomed to. When did you start meditating? So it happened about maybe a few months ago. Oh, wow. Um, so this is recent. Recently. Is recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I've looked at, you know, LeBron, like some, some big, some big time athletes, um, you know, they meditate. Um, so, and it, it, it helps you feel grounded. Um, and it helps you to, to practice mindfulness, too. So, I want, I want to stick on this because it's fascinating. We don't hear a lot about young players, young black players like yourself, just kind of diving into meditation. to get. Now, we, do, we hear often players, any athlete, like we got to get our head right. The game is mental. But you have now, what was it? What, what happened that was like, oh, let me really kind of look into this and – the second part of this question is, is it one of those things where it's like, man, I wish I had done this five years earlier? Well, the days go by fast. So I feel like you got to find something to help slow it down. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the meditation was, it was a definitely uh, is, is a big thing that I feel like not only athletes should do, but I feel like just, you know, people in general, I feel like that's just something to help slow down your day, whether you know, because so, things go super fast, mm-hmm. um, and this game is super fast, so that's helped me a lot. Um, but I feel like you know we find things at certain times for the right time. So I feel like you know I found this, and then and, and I'm gonna keep going with it um, throughout my journey. Does it help you slow down the game when you're playing baseball? Is it's a game where I feel like it feels fast. <laughs> But there is also a lot of kind of waiting for action to happen. Does does the meditation help you focus? Does it help you slow the game down? What do you what do you think it, it attributes to your a little bit of both? Um, the focus, definitely the focus. Um, you know, like being in a box. You know, it's I feel like it's you got to have a different type of focus up there, um, facing pitchers and everything. So. Yeah, the meditation has has definitely allowed me to focus, and like it is like slowing down the game. Like, you know, we got the the pitch clock now, mm-hmm. um, 
and you know speeds which speeds, speeds it up, up. Game, it yeah. speeds it up it definitely speeds it up um so that's awesome take me back to the beginning carter what uh what was your introduction to baseball? When did you realize you really loved the game? Yeah. Well, I started playing at the age of three years old, me and my dad um, in Brown Summit. Um, you know, picked up a bat then. Um, and it's funny, though, I picked it up as a righty, but my dad switched me to lefty, wow. which I'm glad he did. Okay. Um, and I grew to love for it, you know, at that early age. Um, growing up, I played a uh, little bit of shortstop um, in high school and stuff. Um, Derek Jeter was was my favorite player then. So, uh, when, um, when did you realize that hey, you might have a future in this? Freshman year of college. Oh wow! Freshman that's, year that's of college. That's late. Yeah, yeah. That's um, in the sense of like in high school. I'm sure you played in high school, but was I it? I did. I mean, high high school was like. It was super fun for me. I really wasn't like I was focused on getting a scholarship to play, um, you know, in college and everything. That was what I was looking ahead to, um, you know, and, and that worked out. I ended up getting a scholarship to North Carolina Central to play. Oh, we're going to um, get there. We're yeah. going to get there. <laughs> but getting to college that, that freshman year, I kind of started to put a little bit more things like into perspective of, of okay, this is where I am now. This is where I want to get to. We had a lot of goals set out um, to accomplish. So I feel like when we started to kind of accomplish, you know, some of the goals in college and everything, it started to kind of come together like, okay, you know, I want to take this to the next step. Like I want to get to play professional. Now, when you obviously going to North Carolina Central to HBCU, you're going to be around of a lot of diversity. Did you, when you were growing up in those, you know, from three years old up through kind of little league to high school, did you play with a lot of other black and brown players, or was it was it something where you kind of felt a little isolated? It wasn't many. I definitely um, felt isolated. Um, so it's, it's not many of us. Uh, in the sport, um, I feel like, you know, we're playing a lot more of like football and basketball. Um, but I would like for it to eventually, you know, come to where it's 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 a lot of us playing this game. Um, Did you ever feel pressure to play other sports? Uh, how was it as as if you were in a situation where you're a black man, but you're the baseball player? It may be seen different. Did did any did you? have uh, any pressure to, to play other sports they're like man carter you're a good athlete you should play something else i've i've heard that a lot like you should play football or uh you know just based off like my body mm-hmm. you should play football or you know you should and i actually did play i played a little a little bit of basketball in middle school but that that's not it's not like <laughs> high school college right so it was something it was just something fun but um i just stuck with what I knew I was I was really good at and what I really put the time into, and that's that's baseball. Um, and I feel like this sport is 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 my call like it's my calling. This is this is what um, you know I feel like this was this was made for me playing this game. So now you said your dad switched you 
uh, early on from righty to lefty? Was your was your dad a big influence in your baseball career? Was he a, was he a coach or what was your bat? What was your experience with your dad playing baseball growing up? Yeah, he was he was a big big influence. Um, he's the reason one of the reasons why I, I'm I'm playing here today. Um, you know, just the training, just the the, the training we've done um, growing up. Um, getting professional trainers um, for hitting, defense, and everything. Like he, it's it's been it's been a fun, fun, fun ride. Like just having him along alongside of me. Let me ask this because I'm, I'm a dad. I coach my eight year old son, and it it goes well most of the time. <laughs> but but hearing you uh, talk about your experience, what was some of the things that your dad did right because sometimes it's hard to be a player and have a dad know the game what would you say uh or some of the things that your dad did right as you went through your development did i mean like i'm always worried about putting too much pressure on my kid or making him think he's letting the family down when he's just had a bad game uh, like how, how did that go he, he was always he still is he's always pushing me like pushing me to be the best um you know Setting, we both set out goals. Um, like that, that's one of the things I, I've, I've, I love is that he he pushes me, um, just just to, just to keep going. Like he just, he's a big influence, big influence. Well, you mentioned it. Let's talk about it. You decided to take your baseball talents to an HBCU, North Carolina Central, close to home. Tell me about the de- the decision and how did that process go about for you? Right. Well, I, I kind of wanted to get away from home a little bit. It's just not. It's not. <laughs> you that said fifteen far. minutes. You got how, how far away from home? Did <laughs> yeah. You get? It's not. It's not that far away, but I uh, just wanted to get away from home and um, just kind of have a sense of just being on my own um, and, and learning how that is. Um, you know, and, and the atmosphere there is was amazing. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, how, how did you How did you end up there? Like, uh, was it a process in regards? You landed at Central, or did they recruit you? How, how did it go? Well, yeah, they were they were recruiting me out of uh, at a high school. Um, Coach Kerner was recruiting me. Um, Coach Kerner, Coach Henry, um, both of them were recruiting me. Um, and you know, I had got a call to, to go up and go on a visit. On an unofficial visit and, and um, official visit, um, and you know, I fell in love with the school and the campus. You know, just walking around and everything. Now, that experience, because even at HBCUs, there's a lot of white players that play at HBCUs. And I'm assuming there was a little bit more diversity on the team in general, and in the environment, and in the conference. You mentioned that that might have been a, a little bit of a newer experience for you. What was that experience like now looking around and being like, man, there's, there's, there's a lot of us that play this game. Yeah, no, it was, it's awesome. Just um, seeing, seeing people that, you know, we all look alike and, and you know, we, we know the, uh, the roads, you know, that we take and we've taken, um, just, it means a lot just to mean a lot just to um, see just see people who are like who look like me around. So. Now that you're in pro ball, 
what are some of the lessons that you can take just throughout your career, whether it was high school, college, and put it into kind of your work ethic, your ethos, your character into professional baseball? Um, I've always just been a person who I've always just, you know, I, I get somewhere. I feel like I, I just I stay humble and motivated. Um, you know, I, I keep my head down um, and, and and I always just, you know, I, I feel like I carry just a different like a passion for the game. Um, where, do, where does that come from? Where does that passion for the game come from? Just watching, just watch, just watching some of the greats, mm-hmm. you know, that that's came up and played. Um, some of the some of the great players and athletes in, in 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 any sport. I feel like, you know, when you watch them in their drive, I feel like, you know, that can kind of reflect onto you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing their passion and drive for the game and and, and what they do. You know, it, it, I feel like that reflects. You know that can reflect on you. You're like, hey, I, I, I feel like I want to do this, or I want to, um, you know, I want to get up early. I want to work hard. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing what what they've accomplished, um, and, and you know, the places they've gotten to. You mentioned earlier about setting goals. You know, setting goals throughout your career, setting goals in college. How do you approach goals now as a pro player? Do you set like daily goals, or is it like seasonal goals? What what type? How do you go about like Getting from A to B. Yeah. Well, I do a little, a little bit of both. Um, so, daily goals, for example, um, telling myself, "Hey, today, I, you know, a goal for me would be, hey, you know, help help the team win any type any type of way that might be. It's getting on base, stealing, uh, you know." Just that, that's one of the daily goals, just helping the team win for me um, and just not putting too much pressure on yourself. Um, I feel like we have a tendency to do that a lot, put put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But, you know, for me, I tell myself just to just to uh, just relax and just just let things happen. Um, and I do I do have uh, I feel like everyone has like a seasonal goal that they want to get to. But you don't really, for me, I don't really want to keep that, like, in the forefront, you know, this, this is my seasonal goal. You know, I feel like you write it down um, and you take note of it and you kind of, you post it somewhere, you know, whether you keep notes in your phone or you might you might could post it on, on a wall somewhere and kind of just keep taking glances at it and also taking note of, of where you might be now um, and, you know, in terms of, like, where you might be now on where you want to get to, you know, for that season. One of the things I always hear about, especially young black players that want to get to the level that you're at, is one of the, they got to learn the game. They got to learn the fundamentals of the game um, first, and then they've got to, you know, continue to work on those fundamentals, those basics, get their skill development up. How are you able, as a as a young person, to get your skills to a place where you could play in college? And playing the pros, like mm-hmm. always, just staying like staying motivated. Like you, I feel like you can accomplish anything in this life. Um, so anything, I feel like anything you want, you can accomplish. Accomplish. Um, just just staying positive. Um, 
and just don't listen to any any type of doubt or anything. Let's shake it out. Let's have some fun. Let's ask some rapid-fire fun questions for Carter Williams, outfielder for the Richmond Flying Squirrels. You'd mentioned Jeter was your man growing up, but you are a hitter. You're an outfielder. I ask everyone this question. If you could face any pitcher, living or dead, in the history of baseball, you get one at bat, who do you face and why? Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I guess playing uh, some video games and stuff mm-hmm. back then, like way back then, like Bob Gibson would be cool, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Play some Bob Gibson, he's, maybe. He's, he's a back. tough. He's a tough. He'll be a tough he's one. A tough yeah. One. yeah, he'll be a tough one. Um, and also like, you know, we can go a little like further. Uh, yeah. This would be a tough one too, but like, Randy Johnson, just for the for, challenge. If you're a lefty, really. For the le- I just want to just for a challenge, just for a challenge. I like it. You know, um, I I want to see you know how it how it looks uh, coming out of his hand. So when you're not playing baseball day off you can do whatever you want what is carter williams doing yeah just usually just relaxing and then i play <laughs> play a little bit of some uh, nba 2k um <laughs> my team <laughs> yeah team? yeah my team is uh, i like the lakers the <laughs> lakers um you know you know they got lebron and and, and anthony davis so. okay so now this i love to ask this question because you're of the era where you've basically seen all of LeBron's career. You're also of the area where you can still see Michael Jordan highlights. Who's the greatest basketball player of all time? <laughs> yeah, I feel like this this one <laughs> yeah, set up. I've set you up. I feel like I feel like this this debate is uh will be will be forever. Uh, <laughs> but I I'd have to go I'd have to go with just with Michael Jordan. Okay. Just just every just uh, just some of the things, his, his the way he, he trains for the game and practice and everything. Mm. I feel like it's just like was unreal. I feel like it just that's the, I feel like that separates him from a lot a lot of uh, players and, and things like that. Outside of Derek Jeter, who are some of your favorite players? I like some. Uh, so growing up, me and my dad used to watch a lot of like Tony Gwynn. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a classic lefty hitter. Yep. He's a legend. He's a great hitter. Um, going another lefty here, Ken Griffey. Beautiful. You know, yep. Ken Griffey, and then some Barry Bonds. Just their approach. Absolutely. Their approach. You know, attacking pitchers and everything was was amazing. You know. What was the best piece of advice you've ever gotten uh, in life? Not just in baseball, but what's the best piece of advice you've gotten? I always have. I have family that's that's you know I have a strong support system like mom dad sister just they're always encouraging me like and motivating me um you know I think I can't really point I can't really say the best piece but I think hearing that encouragement from them and the motivation from them is is has been big for me okay what advice would you give to a young black player, maybe 12, 13 years old, that look at you and say, I want to be where Carter Williams is? Just 
follow your dreams, chase your dreams. Don't let anyone tell you, you know, that you can't accomplish anything that that you put your mind to. Um, you know, you can you can do anything in in this lifetime. Keep people in your life that that are that will always just push you to just to be the best. That's a good one. We're going to have to end it on that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Carter Williams, outfielder for the Richmond Flying Squirrels. This is the Black Baseball Mixtape. It's been an honor. Until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for having me.